The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring the ECU Players Lounge. On today's podcast, we'll hear from ECU quarterback Holton Ehlers, running backs Rajay Harris and Keaton Mitchell, and defensive players Xavier Smith and Miles Berry. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. All right, let's go out to the Pirate Radio live line and talk to QB1 from the ECU football facilities. He is Holton Ehlers. Holton, welcome back. Good to have you with us today. What's going on, Troy? Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Uh, we know the schedule's a little crazy this time of year, so we're going by phone because that's better than nothing, and it's just too busy right now to be able to grab you uh, in studio. We'll get back to a more normal schedule once uh, camp's over, but uh, at a, on a break right now, so we appreciate you hooking up with us. Uh, and, and we talked last week, Holden, this is the time of year where you just kind of lose track of days and times with the way uh, camp, especially for you, is an every single day deal. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Saturday's practice at the end of it, Coach Houston was like, yeah, tomorrow we have off and uh, we, we go to church. Pretty much our off days are pretty much that you substitute church for practice and everything else the same. Um, and when he said that at the end of practice, some of the guys were like, wait, what? Like, today's Saturday? And it was kind of just a funny moment. I, I didn't even know it was Saturday myself, so it was kind of cool to figure out that we had the next day off. So uh, yeah, that's just how camp is. I mean, it's, it's Coach – K always says it's kind of like the movie Groundhog's Day. Um, you just you're stuck in one thing. You're just doing the same thing every single day. But I mean that's what camp is. And you, you this is my fifth one. I mean it's not a surprise to me. And just getting locked in on you know executing during practice and then learning from it, and getting better. Yeah, and as, as you mentioned, uh, you might be off Sunday. That just means you're off of practice. Uh, the responsibilities, as you said, the, the team goes to church, and then you've got team, you've got meetings, you've got to do. Especially as quarterback, your responsibility is as far as what you have to do, or separate from a lot of the other players. And then also, you know, just trying to take care of your body. I know there's some things that you're trying to stay healthy and go into this season opener 100%. And to do that, it, it takes time and it takes uh, t- um, things to get done in the training room, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I was kind of talking to you. Um, you're trying to schedule this phone call and you said, you know, what hours do we have off? And I was like, yeah, we're off two hours, but um, that two hours to get PT, get extra film in. So you're really not even off those two hours if you want to get extra work in. And obviously, um, you know, I mean, being a quarterback, kind of like you said, I mean, that's kind of mandatory for me to do so. And not by the coaches, but just by the standard I hold myself to is, you know, I try to get in any extra work I can to give me a um, little edge over people. So um, any chance I can get to um, help myself out, help my body out, help my mind out, film with film study with being in pt going to young's getting some cryo just little things like that that might not help me right this second but down the road it'll help me for sure holt nailers joining us starting quarterback for east carolina university football here on the players lounge exclusively on pirate radio holton uh one weekend now to preseason camp we're in full pads uh full contact got a scrimmage coming up saturday you know full contact's a little bit different for you they try and protect the quarterbacks they give you the special jersey they don't want anybody hitting and uh taking a sack in practice when they can uh, can try and keep you healthy so it is full contact for the guys but i know i don't know what that means for you specifically because they don't want anybody really laying a hand on you right yeah practice for me really ain't going to change much the intensity of it well, I mean, those defensive guys get a little bit more jacked up. But, I mean, for me, I'm I'm still going through my reads, making the same. I was just, as quarterback, it's all about decision-making, um, being precise with throws and accuracy and stuff like that. So, um, really, that doesn't change too much for me. It just, it affects, you know, the, the outside guys a little bit more, the linebackers, the running backs, those guys that have to get tackled, have to make tackles. But, uh, I mean, that's just a part of camp. I mean, once it gets to the point in this full pads, I mean, it's getting pretty dang close to – to the end of the thing and getting close to the season. So we're pumped about it. I mean, we got a really good team returning, got a lot of veteran guys. Just got to keep putting it together and, you know, get ready for September 3rd. I know at this point it's kind of like a big funnel and, it, and everything funnels towards that season opener against NC State as you continue to work on schemes and uh, plays and, and different things. What now, Weekend now, what are you guys working, focusing on the most this week? Yeah, we started installing red zone today. Um, you know, kind of getting to that point. You know, once you get the pads on, you go more live contact there towards the red zone because, I mean, it's 
red zone works good, but if you ain't going live contact tackling, it's, it's tough to do that because you gotta you gotta break some tackles down there. You're, I mean, it's so so close. I mean, it's, there's not as not as much space clearly as the open field. So um, once you kind of get in those full pads, those live periods, that's when you get a lot of red zone work in, and that's kind of what we're we're getting to now um, at this part of camp and just kind of zeroing in on this first scrimmage, you know, tighten some things up and, you know, seeing what we got going out there that first scrimmage. Red zone uh, so important. As you know, uh, you, you play like you practice, and there's many situations last year that you guys would practice a play in the red zone, whether it's offense or defense, and that would actually happen in a game. Yep, for sure. I mean, that's, you know, hopefully best-case scenario, that's what you want. And, you know, worst-case scenario, I mean, sometimes you got to, you know, go to your second read, your third read, and sometimes your fourth read, and that's that's what practice for. That's why camp is so important. So you can get you get a lot more reps than you do, you know, during game week. During game week, you only got a certain amount of reps out there, and you're trying to keep your bodies good. But um, when it's when you have camp, I mean, that's why camp's so long, and why we're out there so long is, I mean, sometimes during the season, I might not be able to get to my third read, or might not be able to do that. But during camp, I can, and you know, that's where it really helps us. Holden, as you know, the majority of the uh, plays are either offense or defense, but uh, special teams is uh, one of those things that can really turn the momentum in a game. How much time do you guys take, uh, especially in this fall camp, practicing special teams? Oh, a ton. I mean, I don't necessarily play them. Quarterbacks usually don't too much, but, I mean, they take a ton of time into it. We meet on it every single day. Um, They're out there practicing on it every single day, and the kicker's out there kicking every day. Uh, Special teams is where a lot of games are won, honestly. I mean, it help us. I mean, that Marshall comeback wouldn't have happened if we didn't get that onside kick. So, I mean, we had some big plays there um, in special teams to help us win games. So, we know that. Coach Houston's a great coach and really emphasizes that. And the guys know that. And it's really an honor to be on special teams. And the guys guys in our building know that. And that's where, I mean, if you have a great team, they know that you're going to be good on special teams, if not great on special teams. So, um, we're shooting for that. And the guys that are in there right now are, are really um, taking it taking it seriously. And that's what we need. Talked to Coach Houston on Saturday, and he was just talking about his expectations for the team, especially you know going in this first scrimmage Saturday. And I was asking him, well, "What are his expectations?" He said to be a good football team because we need to look like a good football team because we're going to be a good football team. So, I guess this first one is a real kind of dress rehearsal, if you will, of uh, what's to come. Yeah, for us, I mean, we've heard it kind of all off season. We're a talented team. We're a veteran team. I mean, this isn't our first camp scrimmage in our career. This isn't our first offseason our first camp in general in our career so we should those ones and two should go out there and, and be crisp um we sh- I mean obviously sometimes in camp you're going to get sloppy in certain aspects just because you face the same people every single day and they're going to know tendencies and stuff but at the end of the day i mean we should be able to go through our reads and timing and all that should be you know this point of camp should be getting you know close to pretty good down um in that aspect so just excited to get out there you know go against the defense there they're going to be really good this year and they're great to go against every single day and they just make me better and make those receivers better holding it seems like the expectations for this season it's like a tale of two stories almost if you talk to people familiar with the program that follow this program fans boosters uh there's a lot of excitement going into this year there's a increased expectations let me say as far as what they think this team is capable of if you listen to the national media and you look at the uh, conference preseason poll and stuff like that. There, there's not that same expectation. There, there's not that uh, excitement level about ECU football. Does that kind of motivate you guys that at least on a regional and national level that the, the respect as far as what people think of East Carolina football may not be where you guys want it to be or where it could be? 100%. I mean, we have we have the biggest expectations that we've had since I've been here internally. Um, I mean, that's just we know who we are. We know the guys that we have and the, and the talent that we have. We just got to go there and produce. Um, and one of the reasons that I came to ECU and a lot of guys that are in that locker room came to ECU is because they have a chip on their shoulder too. And, and this university does. And the, the history of this football program has a chip on its shoulder. So um, the national media and all that, yeah, I mean, we don't pay attention to it too much. But, I mean, we do see um, – I mean, the, we were picked, finished sixth in the conference. Um, I've, this team's never talked about finishing sixth in the conference. I can promise you that. And, I mean, that's just – that's, I mean, we did, we see it, um, we we note it, and I mean, we just have a huge chip on our shoulder to go out there and, and prove everyone wrong. But um, we have an internal belief in our system and our coaches and our players that we're going to go out there and do a lot better than that. Well, I'll say this: I've been following this program for over thirty years. It seems like ECU football always 
overperforms and does best when they're the underdog and they have that chip on the shoulder. So uh, this this season kind of has the makings for that as far as I'm concerned. Before we let you go, holding a little off the field stuff, a little lighter, a little more fun question. When I last talked to you here on Pirate Radio, um, I did not know this. I guess some of the other guys did, but about uh, your spotting in Grimesland of the alleged yeah. B- Grimesland Bigfoot. Uh, Coach Houston was asked about that this weekend. He thinks he you're, you're you know we wanted to have your vision checked. He was he didn't seem to be a believer. Let me just say that. Uh, I, I believe Holton Aylers. I'm on Team Holton on this one. I, I you know we're efforting to try and get this picture, the video, you know, captured and stuff. Um, has that kind of gone viral a little bit? Is people starting to hear about that? Right, what are your What are your friends or teammates? So what have they said about us? Yeah, they're all like, "Let me see it. Let me see." It. And I have my phone, like, so I have it on my phone. I sent you and clip the screenshot. I just can't send it because I have like no storage on my phone right now. Um, so I can't like send it out to people. I was talking to Igo actually this morning. He texted me about, or yesterday, um, we had a little bit of time off in the afternoon. I went to go to see my mom um, in Grimesland, where she lives, and I was taking a video, and I was like, you know, this is beautiful. Like, I, I just love the scenery out there. I posted on my Instagram story, and Igo replied and was like, is that where Bigfoot was? And I was like, actually, it was where Bigfoot was. He, he lives out here. Um, and he asked for the picture, and I was like, dude, I'm trying to, to get some space on my phone. To well, tell Igo that's a Pirate Radio exclusive yeah. first. So uh, once, <laughs> once we have it put it out there, we'll be able to provide it to him. Uh, I, so you you are standing by the statement, though, that you were coming home from practice one night. and million percent. And this was in high school or college now? It was high school. High school, that's right. This was in high school when you were at Conley. And you were in the greater Grimesland area, and you saw a bear or, or something that looked no, like a... But no, it was... So yeah, so I uh, I thought it was a at first I thought it was a, a big person walking a big dog because it was on all fours and then the one that was standing up bent over and started walking on all fours and the one that was on all fours stood up and started walking that's why I got my phone out wow. captured I wonder if it could be and I'm just you know wondering it could it be some type of hybrid where it's like a bear slash Bigfoot where it's like something we haven't even seen before 100 percent Bigfoot I mean I think it's um, I mean, I'm, I'm very confident of it. I think the, the TV shows are all fake. I used to be believers in that, but I sent them the info, and I didn't get any response back, so I'm not, not a fan of those TV shows anymore. Um, now, I wonder why they want to jump all over this. Yeah, I, I think they're more about uh, being in the mountains, and I think a lot of Bigfoot enthusiasts who haven't seen him are big in... I did a lot of research about this, and a lot of people think he's up there in the mountains and stuff, but... I know there's at least two in Gromsner. There was in 2017. Wow. uh, Until they come down here, I'm not a fan of the shows. That is incredible. And I wonder, too, you never know, man. What if this Bigfoot is going back to his tribe, his group, and he said, man, I think I saw Holt Nailers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, back then I was a senior in high school, and I I called my buddy who had a a bear 50 cow. His dad did, so I told him to come and snipe it. By the time he got there, it was dark. So uh, he's lucky. Now, would you really want to kill this thing? Wouldn't you want to capture it and not kill it? And like show, show it to the country. I captured it on my phone, um, but yeah, I mean, if, if he had a snipe at it, we were going to take it down. All right. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna meet up, and I'm gonna do a recording of the recording, and that'll make it look even more bigfootish. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll put it out there for folks. But this is an amazing story, and uh, one degree of separation here from perhaps one of the biggest stories in the nation. If we can find this thing. Absolutely, I'm all for it. I mean, I I know in 2017 he was in Gromsland, so. He's got to be somewhere around that area now. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, man. It's uh, people are buzzing about. It. I don't know what they're more excited about: the start of ECU football or or seeing this video. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll get it out sometime soon. All right, all great stuff, man. I appreciate your time. Keep up the good work. Uh, we'll be out there Saturday for the scrimmage and uh, stay healthy, my friend. Yeah. Thanks, Troy. See y'all. All right. Take care. All right. Back inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Joining us, Pirate running back Rajay Harris. As he joins us here today on Pirate Radio Live, Rajay, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good. I couldn't be better. How about yourself? Great to hear. Doing good this way, too. Ready for some football, Rajay. I'm sure you are as well. So let's talk about how uh, the first part of the week went for you. Still not a full weekend, but uh, almost a week down of, of fall camp. So how you feeling? You still in good spirits? Uh, how you handled the heat and all that? <laughs> Yes, I am good. Uh, I'm just trying to be a leader to the young guys right now in camp. Uh, this is going. This is my third camp, so it's kind of like it's not getting easier, but 
it's more relaxed. I know what's coming, you know, but I'm just trying to be a leader right now. Um, the heat, yeah, everybody hates the heat, but, you know, I got to battle through it. Rajay, we get asked a lot about because you and Keaton are such known commodities at this point with all you've done on the field. We get asked a lot about, all right, well, who, who's next in line at, at that running back spot? And that's a battle going on right now, right? Between Camaro, between Gunn, uh, between Pop, who uh, returned from last year. So a lot of talented guys behind you. Uh, how have those guys looked through a few days of fall camp? You know, Pop, you know, Pop kind of used to the, to the playbook by now, but, um, you know, Camaro, you got a gun, you know, you got um all the new guys that came in and Nemo and all of them and they done took the role and then, you know, paid attention to meetings, writing stuff down. You know, it's kinda impressive that they're getting the playbook down that fast, man. It just you know, I'm proud of them guys. Rajay, how much does the playbook evolve? Again, you've been on the field playing a lot the last couple of years. How much does Coach Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, add to it? And, you know, how many new wrinkles do you see uh, every year? And, and how much new stuff do you have to learn this year? So we have, we have installs from, like, every day in camp. So it's always new wrinkles, always new stuff that we have to do. So, you know, me and Keith always have to go back and, you know, study with the young guys because it's some stuff that we don't know. So it's always good to go back and look over the information again and, you know, reinstall it inside your brain. So it's always good to really, you know, lock it back in. And Rajay, they'll use you in a number of ways. That includes catching the football, which is something you've done good during your career uh, thus far. Last year, 24 catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown. We saw a one-hander or two mixed in there. So I know that's something you take uh, pride in, right, catching the football, and, and that's a big part of this offense. Yeah, most definitely. If I drop a ball at practice, Coach Foster know I do five, I do ten push-ups. You know, I try not to drop balls at practice, and I, I've always been like that. Um, I had a receiver in high school. Had a receiver in high school, man. He he was a baller at receiver. So um, when he dropped passes, he had to do push-ups. So when I was younger, coming up as a freshman in high school, I seen it and I looked up to that. So I still I still follow that trait to this day. Well, hopefully you're not doing too many push-ups out there then, right? Oh, no. Nah. I'm not <laughs> doing too many push-ups. <laughs> uh, we had uh, some folks out there from Pirate Radio taking pictures last week, and uh, and Jenny was out there, and she got a big kick out of Chris Foster wearing a boxing glove, uh, trying to knock the ball out. You guys do a lot of creative things when it comes to ball security. So uh, how about that, Rajay? I know the, the coaches really put a premium on uh, taking care of the football, right? <laughs> Yes, most definitely. Uh, ever since that we done started started stuff like that with Coach Foster, boxing gloves, uh, new drills, you know, the fumbling has went down. Um, you know, my freshman year, I fumbled a lot. Uh, I struggled with holding the ball, but, you know, last year I fumbled once. Um, trying to eliminate that this year with no fumbles, but, you know, stuff like that just helped people mentally, you know, on the field and just to let you know, like, I am not going to drop this ball. Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, you know, how physical is it right now at camp, and, and when will that start to ramp up? I know you got a scrimmage coming up uh, this Saturday. So when does the, the physical part of it begin? Mm, tomorrow, really. Tomorrow is full pass. Tomorrow he told us today that uh, we have a couple live periods. So, uh, you know, tomorrow is really the physical day. But don't get me wrong, we still practice physical. You know, no matter if we have, you know, shells on or just helmets, you know, no guys get after I've heard people say, uh, maybe even you, but the, the, the offensive guys, running backs, will say that you can't really get into a game until you get popped one good time. Is that kind of how you are? I mean, you embrace the the physicality of the game, so uh, you kind of like it, right? You like getting hit a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I want to say I like it. <laughs> you know, uh, I like contact. You know, I'm kind of, you know, I, I, I like that. You know, safety come down here and pop me one time, you know, I'm coming back next play. And uh, we're going to see about that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm just a very aggressive player. That's how I play the game. You know, that's how I try to teach the young guys to play. You know, you take the physicality of them. You don't let them bring it to you. Yeah, you like dishing it out. Did you uh, did you play on the defensive side at all in high school, Rajay, or are you always on the offensive side? No, nah, I never played defense. I wanted to play defense, but uh, no, nah, I didn't play on defense. <laughs> Too important to uh, to the team running the football, I guess. <laughs> Rajay Harris joining us. Uh, you go ahead, Rajay. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Arashe joining us. Uh, so uh, how about the second week of fall camp? You mentioned pads coming up. Anything else you're you're looking forward to? What, what do you want to get better at this week of practice? 
Um, this week at practice, you know, um, I want to be a kind of better leader, you know, a better leader all across the board because I know this second week is probably going to be the worst week of camp. People are thinking, like, damn, we got two more weeks. We got we got this, we got that. Now let's take it day by day. Let's chase that 1%. Let's get better today instead of thinking about tomorrow or next week. Let's just get better today. So just being a better leader. 1%, that's uh, his motto. That's what he lives by. Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, how about uh, the defensive side of the ball? Uh, that, that Mike Houston really said – you know, he was asked last Wednesday, you know, who came out ready to go. I think he started with you and Keaton, so that's a good thing. But really said all the veterans. He was very pleased with how everybody come out, came out day one, kind of rearing to go. And uh, that's, that's a good sign of a mature football team, a hungry football team. So uh, I, I'm, you were part of that. How, how was that experience for you? Yeah, it was just, like I said, it's my third camp. So I'm kind of I'm kind of more experienced side of, you know, you got leaders on each side. You got, uh, you know, holding the offense, kind of leading the offense, kind of, you know, keeping us going, you know, every day, even if we're tired. And you got Xavier and Miles on the defensive side. And they done been there. They done done that. You know, they, they going into their fourth, fifth year. And it's like, you know, the defense looking so complete over there just because we got more leaders, more people that standing up, helping, you know, the young guys or even the old guys just to be in the right direction. Rajay joining us. We talked last week about your diet, and that was a topic uh, over the weekend on Saturday as well. Uh, I don't know. Do you feel any different? Do you feel any lighter at all uh, coming into this year? Yes, I do, uh, especially into my cuts. Uh, you know, I got in a little trouble today with our nutritionist. Uh, she said I didn't shout her out, but you know, <laughs> just big shout out to you know everybody that helped me. You know, because you know I'm watching film another day. He pulled up a clip from last year and you could tell like you know it took me a couple more steps last year to make that cut make that stick so now it's like i'm coming into you know just taking one step to stick and you know you can see a difference i can feel a difference man it's just a great feeling i'm ready to go yeah that's awesome and to be a good football player you got to be able to handle some constructive criticism so so how about that rajay when a coach is on you when you you yourself see it on film you you know you can see something you need to improve on I, it sounds like you're willing to take that has it always been that way for you is that something you got to kind of learn how to do as you get older hey man big shout out to my pops you know it started it started with him you got to always be coachable you got to always listen because you know the coaches know more than you do you know they're here for a reason they're getting paid for a reason so you know just uh you know, my partners just always tell me just respect that people is trying to help you because you couldn't have coaches. You know, I've never had them. You can't have coaches let you just do wrong, do not say nothing. You know, since I've been here, all the coaches, you know, no matter if you're a starter, not a starter, you feel me, offense, defense, they're going to help you. They're going to guide you. So that's just a big blessing to them. That's awesome. Uh, Rajay Harris joining us. And, and I think on that same note, Rajay, I remember, and, and I'll tell you this, when you first started and you had a, a good game in your uh, your first game of your career, I said, man, I like this Harris kid, but I don't, that number 47, it doesn't look right. I don't know about it. And I think, I think you mentioned that that number has big significance to you. And after I heard that, I was like, all right, it's cool. But tell everybody uh, why you, you wear that 47. So 47 is the number one by my pops and um in high school. You know, Pops was a four two guy, uh, you know, he was just very, very electric. But uh my pops had a had a daughter when he was in college and and, and left the game of football alone. But I'm gonna tell you why it's like a significant number for me. So in high school I was forty seven, um, balled out just like him. We had the similar stats. Came to college, I had a daughter, you know, I had a daughter or whatever. And um you know, thinking thinking about it, my pops had a daughter. So I'm thinking now, like, dang, man, this is, you feel me? It just keep on reappearing. Like, 47, I'm following my dad's footsteps. I'm only thinking my dad knows this, but my dad gave football up. So he was telling me, he was talking, he was talking. He was like, I can't, you can't give football up, you can't give football up. So the difference between me and pops, I didn't give up. And that's why he's a father. That's why he's telling me to this day that, you know, no, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you because I'm following his footsteps. But I didn't. I didn't mess up. I didn't give up. You know when that adversity came. So that 47 got a lot of reasons to it. But that's just one of them. Um, just shout out to Pops, man. Hardworking man. You know every day. Uh, he might go in on weekends. He might work seven days out of the week. You know, and I'm seeing that as a kid. And I understand it. But now as I'm older, 
you know, I got little brothers. I'm trying to tell them that, you know, Pops is a hardworking man. You feel me? Like, it just, man, it's crazy, man. And I just look back and I can just see everything that he's have, he has done for us. And, you know, that, that 47, that's a big number in our family. It holds a legacy because I'm telling you now, Pops, <laughs> he used to run that ball. And, you know, I'm just trying to live up to them expectations, man. Man, that uh, sounds like a great role model on and off the field uh, for you, Rajay. That's awesome sure. stuff, man. Rajay, uh sure. We'll let you uh, get back to work. I know you're pumped up. Uh, the first scrimmage coming up Saturday. So, I don't know. Is that going to be more for the young guys, or are you and Keaton going to get uh, some run on Saturday? What do you think? I want some runs. <laughs> I know you want some, but will the coaches let you? That's the question. That's the question. I don't know. Yeah, I ask Coach Houston that. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. We'll try to get you a carrier, too, at least, right? A catcher, too, also. <laughs> Rajay, thanks for joining us, man. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll get you back in studio here soon. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate y'all. All right, back inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Keaton Mitchell joining us on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Keaton, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Great day. You got a smile on your face, so uh, you've been handling the first week of camp all right? Everything oh, yeah. been going good? Yeah, it's smooth. We ain't really do too much contact. Well, we've been doing thug, but like we start going live tomorrow for a pass, so I'm just chilling right now. Full pad Tuesday coming up. Yes, uh, saw pictures last week. Talked about this with Rajay, but uh, Coach Foster's got the boxing glove on. Oh yeah, y'all do a lot of different things for for ball security, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He got the boxing glove. Man, if you seen him in person, you know he he's strong. So it's <laughs> when he hit, is you got to hold tight for real. So yeah, that's good. You've been doing a good job with the security part of it. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. No fumbles yet for me and Ra. Also, you made a uh, a claim Saturday. You got even faster. Oh yes, sir. Is that uh, is that scientific? Like, is that on paper proven, or is that just in your your mind? Proven. Ask, ask <laughs> the guys out there. They know. Uh, Miles Berry said he got faster too. Oh yeah. Plans yeah, on chasing yeah. you down. Oh yeah. Maybe in the scrimmage Saturday. He, nah, he ain't gonna chase me down. But he got faster though. Yeah. He looked good out there. And what's it like, Keaton, to see the entire team improving? And and you know, it goes from your side of the ball to the defense. Iron sharpens iron. That's the phrase. Is that something you see out there every day? Yes, sir. You know, we go at it every day. Uh, seeing them, seeing them uh, improve their game, seeing us improve our game. Like, we just pushing each, other, pushing each other to get better, you know. So, it's good to see. How about as far as the playbook goes, knowing the plays? You know, how many added wrinkles has Coach Kirkpatrick, Coach Houston added uh, for this season, you got some some new stuff you haven't done in the oh, past. Yeah, we we got we put a little new plays in, just working those, seeing what's what's gonna be there this year, what's not, see what we can do, uh, seeing what the wide receivers, because you know we got a new squad. Uh, so if they can do it, then we're gonna put it in. So yeah, we saw some uh, some highlights from some of those new receivers. What's uh, how are Winstead and Johnson and uh, Garner from Duke? How's all the new guys fitting in with you guys right oh, yeah. now? Yeah, they look good. I ain't gonna lie, they blocking on the perimeter, going to get the up balls, going to get the post. So I love to see it. I love to see that we got a passing game going. That's really good. You know, CJ he doing his thing like always. So yeah, we look good out there. Has CJ come back strong? Uh, oh, he yeah, was yeah, away yeah. from the team for a little while. Oh yeah, he come back strong. You know, like he ain't miss a beat. Like if the ball in his area, he he grabbing it. You know, his hands is for sure. So glad to see CJ on the same page as we all are. We were having a conversation last week about kick return, and you know, do you put your your best, your fastest guy back there, and or do you not want to risk it? So are you involved at all on any of the special? Teams right oh, yes, now? sir. Yes, sir. I'm working. Like, we ain't put kick return in yet, but you know, I'm on uh, kickoff right now. Yeah, so looking good to hit somebody. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you like that part of it? Oh, yes, A little sir. Contact? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we talked last week that you're known for, for scooting down the sidelines away from folks, but yes, you, you hit a safety if you got to. Oh, a yeah, linebacker. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You know, hitting ain't no problem to me. Uh, we were just working drills today. Uh, I surprised Coach Weaver, so yeah, so he liked me at the kickoff, you know what I'm saying? So That's, uh, that's cool. I was watching a uh, USC documentary about their run in the early 2000s and in that national championship they had Reggie Bush back there doing oh, yeah. kick return one yeah. of the most electric guys of all time yeah cause we were showing some videos of uh, Ezekiel Elliott uh, kickoff so <laughs> yeah running backs you know 
we all just run the ball you know we be everywhere so and how about that the the blocking part of it, the pass protection part of it how much uh you know pride do you take in that oh it's going good uh i take a lot of pride in that you know you got to be able to protect your quarterback uh protect uh so that the right receiver can get a chance to get the ball so yeah i take a lot of pride in pass protection so, yeah. We were talking about the plays earlier. Every week, do you go in? You always talk about like the scripted plays, that first drive and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. But how often during a game are you looking for a specific look? And sometimes it don't come till like the third quarter, or the fourth quarter. But is that a thing where you're like, when they do this, we're, we're doing this type of thing? Uh, you know, we got a little checks here and there, uh, audibles. Uh, if we if we see some um, during the first drive, we'll tell Coach Foster like, look, they're doing this. So. Could we do it like the next go around? So yeah, just knowing what the defense doing, why you in the game, that's something you got to do. So yeah. And with a veteran offense, with holding a quarterback, oh, yeah. you and Rajay, the coaches probably listen to you, right? Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Of so course, you got good yeah. communication during yes, the game with those guys. Yes, sir. Uh, Keaton Mitchell joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, so Keaton, what what's important this week for you? Uh, let's go personally first, but also the team as far as improvement. What's going to be a, a big deal this week when you go full pads? Uh, when we go full pads, just showing the um, young guys how we do, how the speed going to be with full pads, how they're going to be hitting, um, just being a leader in all aspects of the game. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really it, just being a leader and Letting the young guys know this is what we got to do this week. Protect yourself. Take care of your body on and off the field. So, yeah. How much are they saying hydrate, hydrate, all that oh stuff? Oh, my God. Every, <laughs> every minute. You know, people out there catching cramps during during practice and after practice. Uh, so you had yeah. one yet? Oh, no, no, sir. I take care of my body pretty good. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. Because that's, I mean, that's important. I remember, uh, you know, doing high school games that first Friday night of the year. Those poor guys, oh, man, yeah, are yeah. cramping up every play. Yeah, you got to hydrate. You got to hydrate. Take a little salt. Put some salt on your food. Make sure you don't cramp up. So, yeah. Okay. You know the tips and tricks and everything. Yeah. What, uh, so, what's the rest of your uh, Monday looking like? You got any more football stuff to do or is it all? Oh, yeah. We got a couple of meetings. Then we do a little walk through, protect, uh, perfect some things. And um, we got some more meetings, but mostly taking care of my bodies when we're not doing those things, like getting in the training room, getting in the ice tub, and things like that. How do you stay engaged in the meetings? It's a lot of meetings. How do you not get bored? How do you not let your brain float off? How do you, you stay locked into those things? Oh, for me, Cole Foster, now I got to have me a piece of candy right there. So. Okay. But now, nah, uh, <laughs> like, just looking at things on your own, just looking at, like, what's going to be there while we watching film. Like, if you're not in, like, if we're in on the screen, like, I see some things that, uh, some tendencies that the defense doing. And, yeah, that's just staying awake for real. NC State, uh, the coaches poll came out today, ranked 13th in the nation when they roll in here. Okay. That mean okay. anything to you? Nah, it don't. Nothing Not at, at all. all. Doesn't yeah. matter. They're just another team on the yeah, schedule. I ain't even know nothing about that. <laughs> okay. Just well. focus on, on the team and what we got to do. Right. And uh, how about the young guys behind you? Uh, who who uh, stepped up week one of practice at the, in the running back room? All of them did. Really, all of them surprised me. They uh, listening. Actually, like, you know, some guys don't listen. But this group of guys, they listening to me and Rob, uh, taking uh, coaching and doing what they got to do uh, off the field, like, perfecting uh looking at the signals getting all the plays and they doing a great job with that so i'm proud of them and i guess uh looking back when you first got here darius Penix was still on the roster i yes, believe sir. right so who was he who were the guys that were were in your role now like who were you asking questions to and uh, things i was like asking that? questions to uh dp darius Penix, um chase uh trace um and that's really it and then me and rob we just work on our own off the field like yeah we got to watch film together. We'll do that. Getting a playbook together, we'll do that. Well, that's kind of a big change, right? Because yes, there weren't too many veterans on yeah, that team. Yeah. And now y'all have gotten old together. Oh, yeah. Of. Yes, sir. So we just helping everybody. Like, shoot, I was telling the right receiver what, what to do today at practice. <laughs> and, you know, just helping um, helping everybody where I can uh, give help. So You got a long career ahead of you, but oh, it's yes, coaching sir. in your future. Uh, many years, it, it sounds like be. you're already doing it. It might be. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> Keaton Mitchell joining us. Uh, the Hall of Fame game was Thursday night, so we had one f- football game to watch. Did you oh, watch yeah. any of that? No, I didn't. I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably good. Are you a fan, like, on Sunday? Well, y'all practice on Sundays, right? Yes, sir. So how much football do you watch when you're not playing football? Um, you don't get a chance to watch too yeah. much, I guess. I try sometimes if I can fit in there, like, watch watch the football and watch film at the same time. So Or look, look at the game and 
said what they doing right so yeah what's your uh you watch basketball anything else what's your favorite mm-hmm. sport to watch uh on other TV? than football yeah I watch some basketball here yeah. and there, yeah. And ECU baseball. Oh, yeah, ECU baseball. <laughs> Good deal. Uh, Keith Mitchell joining us. All right, uh, did you play Madden at all? Uh, no, nah, I play 2K. Basketball? Yeah. Oh, so you don't play the football video game? Sometimes. Who's your uh, Who's your running back or your team if you uh, play? If I play Madden, I use the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. They got yeah. Austin Eckler back there catching yep. balls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Who's your 2K team who you like to play with? The Hornets. Okay. All right. Yeah. You a fan? Mm, probably nah. not a fan. Do you like LaMelo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, he's smooth guy. I hope the Hornets will be good one day. Oh, it yeah. ain't happening uh, here <laughs> lately, though. All right, Keaton. Well, thanks for joining us, man, and uh, good luck this week, and uh, we'll catch up with you again next week. No problem. Thank you. All right. Back inside the Players' Lounge, the Delcor Players' Lounge, here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. EC linebacker Xavier Smith joining us here on the program. Xavier, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Just got out of a meeting outside again for the second time it's a little hot my step inside but there's no service but i'm here (laughs) so xavier you got the physical part of it the sweat the heat all that and you've got the meeting part of it so how how much do meetings film that kind of stuff take up your time uh this part of the calendar year man camp we talking about camp i'll tell you this i have no clue what day of the week it is every single day like, yesterday I thought it was Thursday. I might think it's Monday today. Well, it is Monday today. But tomorrow I might think it's Friday because that's how exhausted we'll be. I'm going to be looking at my phone. I'm going to check the dates. I know I got to do the same thing every day. And I gotta, I'm got i on a schedule. Yeah, Xavier, this is Troy. We just talked to Holton about the same thing. Everything's kind of a blur, and you really lose track of day and time just living one day at a time of what you're doing right now. Um, yeah. What's the tougher part of it? You're kind of the veteran now. What's tough for the physical part or the mental part of preseason camp? Um, it's definitely the physical aspect. For me personally, I can say that because um, I know how important the film is because that's where I see myself separating and I see others separate once they get the film piece. But it's really, you got to take the mental aspect and apply it to the physical aspect because that's really what gets you because, you know, like I said, it's hot out here, we're sweating, we're tired. And a lot of guys, you know, they got it all said and done when it's in there in the A.C., comfortable, like Coach Houston says. But when it's out here and it's time to grind, that's really when, you know, it hits you. And start a camp, I don't care how much you condition, I don't care how much you run, there's no way you can prepare for how camp going to hit your body. So that's that's the toughest part for me. Xavier Smith joining us. So, Xavier, what were the, I guess, the, the toughest parts of getting back to it last week and, and the parts you enjoyed? Uh, how are you balancing the, the good with the bad of fall camp after uh, you just about got one week under your belt? Um, I mean, I see no bad in fall camp. I think it's all good. You know, I, we love the work. Well, I actually I can speak for myself, but I can speak for the whole team. We love the work. So, I don't see any bad in it. We know this is the things we have to do. We say we want to accomplish our goals. We have goals that we want to set for ourselves as individuals in the team. So it's all good work. It's the process. You know, trust the process, trust the coach's plans, you know, trust our own plan, trust the trainer's plans, and just come every day ready to work. There's no bad in it. You love it. I know this is uh, week two now, fall camp. This is a big in- install week and full pads. you got a scrimmage uh, coming up Saturday. And uh, full contact means a lot more to, you know, I was joking with Holden, full contact don't mean anything to him. Nobody can touch him. Uh, so, But it means a lot for a linebacker. So uh, take us through what full contact means to you and what you expect out of it. Um, I mean, to be honest, I look forward to full contact better than that because that is the hardest thing to do. So full contact, I feel like it's it's the same. It's like we more natural feel, more of a gamey flow. You know, we can really go out there and fly around and, you know, still protecting our guys. But I think it's it's better to have, you know, a couple live days rather than thud days as far as how the coaches harp on us because thud, thud tackles hard. But as a defense and being here five years and talking to a lot of guys, we tackles live periods are actually more easier for a defense. I know not for offense, but. But Xavier, I mean, take us through tackling because I've been here, you know, where we tackle great and we haven't tackled great. Do you, you really kind of need to practice tackling, right, to, to get it down? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, go, wait, what do you mean by going through tackling? Well, I mean, like, we've had some coaches in the past that there was never really practice on tackling itself. How much do they let you, you know, once you go full speed and full contact, where they, you know, wrapping people up and actually doing it in practice so that way when the game time rolls around, it's, you know, you're not doing it for the first time. Oh, yeah. I and mean, that's that all ties into everything. You know, we practice how we play. So the coaches, they harp on us, you know, when we're not giving enough or it might be some small – you know that we're doing it correct because we know how important it is and how it transitions into game time situations. So that's why we take it super important now. We overemphasize it into a point where, you know, it's annoying to a point. But that's what we need because uh, missed tackles, you know, miss opportunities. And missed opportunities, miss games, and that's not what we want this year. We want to win each game, focus on each day. Xavier Smith joining us. Xavier, uh, how are the young guys coming along behind you and Miles? Uh, you've been around here a while, so how about uh, the, the new faces at linebacker behind, behind you? Uh, how, how did they do the first week of practice? They're actually doing really good. I'm actually, like, being the old guys, I know it sounds like an old head, but I'm proud of the younger players, and I love watching them grow. Uh, everyone, like, of course, the young guys, the freshmen, they're just getting their welcome to college days in. But everyone's learning fast, and being an older guy, having consistent years of the same defense, now I'm able to give them sauce to help them progress even faster, you know, and then give my experience to the younger guys handed out to them and help everybody out. So it's been it's been actually a blessing to me personally. Clip X sounded like uh, Coach Smith over there. I'm proud of his young guys, and uh, Mike <laughs> might have you transition to a new role by the end of the season with that type of level of maturity, Xavier. For real. <laughs> He's a new man. He told us last week he retired from the game. He's got a girlfriend. So. Yeah, I heard that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Life is hitting me. Life is hitting me. <laughs> Things change fast, man. <laughs> a lot of heart, a lot of broken hearts out there, Cliff, True. when that True. announcement was made. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> Who's the most eligible bachelor on the team now, Xavier? Who, who do the uh, the ladies like over there? Uh, I mean, now that I'm off the market, I guess. There are some other options. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I I couldn't tell you. I'll say Holton, but Holton off the market now. Yeah, know, yeah. He's on lockdown right now. Yeah, so there you go. I can't be exposing nobody. Yeah, that's true. Nobody. That's true. Sad times, though. <laughs> All right, Xavier, how about uh, this week? Troy mentioned a, a scrimmage coming up, so that's kind of, I guess, uh, a carrot at the end of the stick. What else? Uh, I don't know. What do you want to get better at this week uh, every day of practice? Um. I mean, right now I'm just focused on doing the little things right. I mean, I like I said, it's third year defense, so what I focus on isn't going to be with the same as what a freshman focuses on. So I'm trying to fix all my little things, you know, first step here, maybe a false step here, put my hands here, maybe my pad level's a little too high. So I'm just trying to narrow in on all the small things that maybe, you know, I overlooked uh, the years prior to, but that just comes with experience. So I'm just trying to shape and mold myself into the best player so that way I can help the team and, other players to come and by the way uh the first coaches poll came out today nc state picked 13th nationally so just some uh xavier i don't know if you're worried about that or not but the uh the 13th ranked team in the country will be coming to greenville week one of the football season now i'm playing all of that politics man they gotta line up we gotta line up so it's, I'm, I'm excited for it and i hope they have a good season you know all blessings to them. I wish nothing bad for them. But, you know, I, I trust my guys. I'm around with my guys. I don't care where they at nationally. I don't care if they're number one in the nation. I know how my guys coming. I know how the offense coming. I know how defense coming. So, I mentioned this also a little bit earlier to Holden. You know, the expectations for this year, Xavier, kind of a tale of two different stories. I think the, the fan base here locally is really excited about this team and the expectations have risen as far as the potential with this team. Nationally, regionally, uh, you, you see where East Carolina was in the conference poll and where they rank nationally. I think the expectations are tampered or, or, or you know, not as ex- uh, not as excited as the fan base is here. A lot of um, folks not expecting much out of this East Carolina team. And Holton talked about well, that, you know, puts a chip on their shoulder to be able to prove people wrong. I know you probably feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, being here for five years, we always had the chip on our shoulder. So it's it's nothing new to me when people uh, overlook us. So, uh, I like I said, I don't play the politic game. You know, I know a lot of guys in the team, what talent we have, what we can bring to the table. You know, I have faith in my guys. I have faith in these coaches. And, you know, everyone can be beat. 
So there's not a game on our schedule that we can't beat a team. And that goes both ways. You know, we're in college. Everybody's good. So it's really about who, who comes to play. And we're going to see. Xavier Smith joining us. Xavier, appreciate the chat. We'll let you get back to work or, or hanging out, whatever you're doing. I know you're a busy man. So thanks for your time, and uh, we'll get you back here in studio soon. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, back inside the Delcor Players Lounge. You're on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock Troy D here with East Carolina linebacker Miles Berry, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Miles, appreciate your time once again. How you doing today, man? Most definitely. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Absolutely. And, uh, Miles, you were a big hit with your uh, your interview last week, talking about how you're bilingual, your uh, your plans for off the football field, and you made some uh, some new fans, which is no no new thing for you, Miles, as uh, you've become a fan favorite here at East Carolina. And uh, I know that's something you appreciate, right, Miles? How does that make you feel when you got so many uh, fans of yourself, not just for what you do on the football field, but what you do off the field? Well, I mean, it feels amazing. You know, I, Pirate Nation is near and dear to my heart. Um, I've, I've worked a lot on and off the field. So just being able to connect with multiple different people, not just for football, but uh, for being bilingual and, and also my academics is, is a great thing. So I'm, I'm glad to have it. Miles is Troy. I think one of the things that, uh, you know, why the coaches always rave about you and why people kind of gravitate to you is just your positive attitude. Uh, you know, it's one thing to be physical and a great athlete, but your attitude is something that, you know, you can control. And some people have good attitudes, some people don't. Some people are positive, some people are negative. You're always upbeat, you're always positive. And I think uh, that's something that says a lot about who you are. With that being said, we had just talked to some of the other guys about this with camp now a lot of it's physical some of it's mental uh as you go into this final camp uh, how, how much of it is mental for you versus the physical part and which which part's toughest um i would say i would say the mental aspect will probably be the toughest um physical aspect is hard too you know with me being a veteran and this my fifth year you know it's, it's taxing on my body but really the mental aspect of it is biggest for me because I've been here, I've been in these situations before and just trying to show, show the young guys, you know, how to operate and how to practice on a day-to-day basis and how to be consistent is the biggest thing. And I think consistency is more mental than it is physical. So, so that's my biggest thing. And, and just being positive and being a positive guy is something that I strive for every day. You know, I don't take any moment for granted. And, and that's why I choose to be positive and, and just try to uplift everybody and, and be a positive outlook for everybody on the team. Miles Berry joining us earlier. Miles, uh, Xavier said the young guys are coming along great. And uh, he said not to sound like an old head, but he was very proud of the younger guys, a middle linebacker uh, for East Carolina after one week. So give us a couple names. Who uh, surprised you or who excited you, Miles, at that linebacker position that, that maybe we're not familiar with? Well, Taylor Jackson is always uh, – I've, I've been working hand-in-hand with him. He, he plays Will Linebacker also. So just we've been grinding all summer uh, on and off the field, just in the playbook. So so he sticks out to me. Also, uh, Mike Edwards, transfer guy, young guy. He came from uh, Georgia Southern, I believe. Um, and, and he's been molding greatly into the defense. Also, Chance Bates, he's an older guy, veteran, fifth-year guy, but he transferred from Kennesaw State. He's been molding greatly into the defense and, and also been a positive guy in, on the defensive side. Um, also, Jamari, uh, I forgot his last name right now, but Jamari is a young guy. He, he's learning the ropes and, and trying to figure everything out, but he's been positive and, and he's been playing very well. So those are just off the top of my head. Also, Jacoby Simpson. Jacoby Simpson isn't necessarily a young guy, but, but he's been playing at a very high level also. So, Really, really across the board in the linebacker room, we've been just trying to uh, better ourselves and 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 improve each other. And and we're we're not, you know, we take a lot of constructive criticism and we're not settling for less. So really across the board, man, we're we've been getting at it in the first week. 
a lot of names there and, and by the way easy to remember jamari's last name he's young uh miles so that's his last name jamari young he is young <laughs> uh and and miles hearing you say that man we've talked o-line d-line this coaching staff and you've been here you've seen it has really added depth and a lot of talent to this roster it sounds like linebacker could be one of those positions this year where we see a lot of guys rotating in and out is that something maybe you're anticipating uh for this season yeah yeah, most definitely. And and just across the board, I know last year we we saw a lot of rotation and now we have the depth to be able to rotate a lot of guys and just to be fresh for all four quarters. I think that's the main thing that was lacking in, in my first couple years, like first three years here at ECU, we didn't have the depth to rotate. So around the fourth quarter, we didn't have the, the physical uh, stability and, and physical endurance to be able to last in those games. But now we're, we're our two deep is so strong, our three deep is so strong that we're able to rotate guys. So we're fresh throughout the whole game. So the first quarter looks the same as the fourth quarter, and I think that's that's what will give us the biggest advantage to this year um, on offense and the defensive side. Miles, take us through the week coming up because I know you know last week was the hey let's get acquainted, let's ease the guys into it, and uh, now week two it gets real. You know this is the big install week, and as you lead into the mm-hmm. first scrimmage of the year, this is this is a big week here, week two of uh, preseason camp. Uh, what what's going to be going on the rest of the week for you guys? Well, yeah, the first week, like you said, is the acclimatization week. You know, physically, uh, we trying to get used to the heat, get used to the humidity of everything, and just getting used to playing football and and those practice habits so now week two our body is pretty much adjusted week two is more mental we put a lot of plays in a lot of different coverages a lot of different defenses in. so it's it's more the the mental test of being able to switch different responsibilities switch different alignments and be able to operate um this week you know week two is a longer week you know we go monday through saturday saturday is a scrimmage day So the big emphasis this week is not only on the mental side, but making sure we're taking care of our bodies. That's big because you want to put great film on tape for the scrimmage Saturday, but you also have to, you know, put great film throughout the week and and be consistent. So so the biggest thing, especially we're telling the young guys, is make sure you get in the training room because it's a long week and make sure you get in that playbook because we're putting a lot of defenses in, a lot of install. And you don't want to forget day one install from last week because you're putting in new stuff in. So just uh, the mental aspect and the physical aspect to be consistent and, and go into the scrimmage Saturday very strong. Miles Berry joining us. Miles, you mentioned there getting in the – you know the film work getting in the playbook so how do you balance kind of off time because sometimes your off time means all right you still got to work you still got to do football related things so how do you balance it where it's not too much for you where you can do a few things off the field but also make sure you get your work in i guess as a veteran you, you know how to balance that now so so how do you go about doing that well really you know by the time we we shower and get off the field uh, after practice it's usually around 12 so just get in. My my schedule personally is I get in, I eat, make sure I eat a eat a good meal, a big meal. So I'm I'm putting those because uh, you lose weight off the field, on the field. So you make sure off the field that you have to gain that weight back. Um, but after that, I get in the cold tub. I make sure I get in the cold tub around 20 minutes, and then get in the hot tub, uh, and that that makes my body feel so much more refreshed. After that, I'll look over the practice. Now it's about you know 115 ish, 120. I'll look over the practice, just uh, slightly uh, breeze over it and skim through it, skim through it and just see some adjustments that need to be made from the practice earlier. And then around that time, it's around 130, 1.45. I'm, I'm getting ready to take a nap. Um, right now, I'm in the study hall room. I have me a little cozy, cozy little spot in the study hall room. So uh, get, get me a good nap in. Really, I need a good hour, hour and a half. If I get a good hour, hour and a half in, I'm, I'm pretty much refreshed. And then by that time, it's around 3.30, and then we're getting ready for a 4 o'clock team meeting. And for the 4 o'clock team meeting, we're in our seats by 3.45. And then then we we were about to finish the day. 4 o'clock, we team meet and special teams meet, position meet. And then we go over the film again as an entire defense and as an entire position group. And that's how you move forward. You mentioned the uh, hot tub, which I could definitely get used to. But that cold tub – 
is something that I, I just don't know mentally. Like, I can't even stay in a cold shower. How do you prepare yourself? And I know it works. I mean, I know if you can do it, it's great for your body. But how do you get? How do you ever get used to that? I just don't know if I could do it. Really, I mean, even me, I'm a fifth-year guy, and, and I have to really talk myself into getting into it sometimes. So I make sure I have my headphones in. I might put on a, a, a turn or a up-tempo song. So it kind of takes my mind off of it. You just got to get in. You just got to get in and just sit in. And once that initial shock hits you uh, around two minutes later, your your body gets adjusted to it. But it's just the initial shock that hits your body. But I'm telling you, after you get out of the cold tub and then get in the hot tub, your body just feels so much better. And that's what you need to be able to practice and be consistent um, and stay healthy. You you need the cold tub and hot tub. So it's a it's a mental thing. But once you put that music on and just and just get in, you'll feel good. <laughs> just curious, how long do you stay in the cold tub, and then how long do you get do the hot tub for? I usually I usually do fifteen to twenty minutes each. Uh, so around fifteen twenty in the ice tub. And then I might go a little longer in the hot tub just because it feels so good. You know, the hot tub, especially when we have these jets, um, these jets in the hot tub that that kind of push the push the water and, and onto your back and onto your legs. So it's kind of like you're getting massaged while being in the hot tub. So I might stay in there 20 to 25 minutes. And then after that, once once I feel good, I'm, I'm ready for a good old nap after that <laughs> no, you're making me sleepy just talking about it. i was just yeah, thinking about that for a good old nap after that and i'm gonna i'm gonna take a great nap after this phone call so <laughs> i'm looking forward to it <laughs> miles berry joining us miles great to have staff continuity with coach dallas coach scott um uh, coach uh steve ellis and and roy tesh trip weaver on the defensive side but how much uh, is it an advantage to have your defensive coordinator be your position coach i mean you're around blake carroll a whole lot i would imagine how how nice is that to not only talk about your position but talk about the defense as a whole with your coach it's a it's, it's really a beautiful thing and I'm, and I'm so thankful for it because not only am i getting coached up on my position but since he's a defensive coordinator he's looking at everything from a full defensive standpoint and now since we're year three in the defense i know me personally and also xavier smith we're able to look at the corrections for not only the linebackers, but also the safeties, also the D-linemen, also the corners. So I really, I really learned the whole defense, not just my position. And, and me and, and Coach Hara, we work hand-in-hand, hand and, and we talk through different scenarios and different cheats, and, and he listens to us also. You know, if, if I see something and I don't really like the look or if I see a signal and I, I feel like, you know, we can change this signal into something else to make – the defense simpler, you know, he, he listens. So just being able to have that one-on-one with him and and um, him, like I said, not only being my linebacker coach, but being a defensive coordinator, it's a great thing, and I don't take it for granted, and it's a blessing to have him. Miles Berry joining us earlier today. Miles, Troy D. and I were at Parker's Barbecue for the Big Carolina 3A, 4A uh, media day for high school football, which is coming up next Friday. Believe it or not, just one more Friday without high school football. So when you think back to your Friday night lights days, uh, Miles, what, I don't know, any moments, any plays, any memories, any victories uh, come to mind for you? Well, definitely uh, off the top of my head, just winning the state championship, you know, uh, on NC State's field. That was the first time playing on their field and, and just winning the state championship in 2016 was a beautiful moment. Uh, I, I love those guys, still talk to those guys to, the, to this day. Uh, but rivalries, I'll say the Page and Dudley games, 2016 and 2017, were, were huge games, you know, brought the whole city out. East side of Greensboro versus the west side of Greensboro, in a sense. Uh, but but Friday night, Dudley uh, under the lights was, was definitely a – Definitely a, a great moment, and, and I cherish those days, and I miss those days sometimes because, you know, playing – it's different playing in college, you, you know, because you're playing for, you know, the city and playing for the school. But in high school, you know, you're playing for your classmates, and you see them and, and coming in coming in Fridays with, with your jersey on and everybody knowing it's game day. It's, it's a beautiful thing. So definitely miss those days and miss those memories sometimes, but – I would love to, uh, when I finish this season, be able to hit some of those Friday night games next year. And uh, 
kind of relive those moments. So looking forward to that. Miles, before I let you go, uh, you know, when I'm out and about in the community, a lot of there's a lot of buzz about ECU football, especially this time of year. A lot of excitement building to that September 3rd kickoff with NC State here in Greenville. Yes, uh, that's what people are talking about that I run into. What about you? You know, you're, you're rolling with your teammates all the time. When you guys aren't doing media and just hanging with yourselves and the coaches aren't around, what, what are you guys talking about? Uh, well, you know, we're talking about the game, but, you know, we, we love talking about whatever is current events. You know, we, we play pool and we have the video games and different consoles and the players lounge. So when we're not, you know, in meetings and thinking about football, we're really just thinking about everything else. You know, if, if, if some nice shoes or nice sneakers are dropping, you know, we're looking at the different drops on, on the sneakers apps and, and different things like that. We're looking at like I said, different video games, and we're playing games and talking junk. We also have a pool table in our players' lounge, so we're playing pool and, and just always competing, you know. But but really, we're just relaxing and enjoying each other's company and and uh, really just looking out for each other and, and really increasing that brotherhood and building that bond uh, separate from football, you know, because football takes up so much of our time. So we make sure that when we're not – thinking about football and meetings that we're there for each other and, and really learning about each other and bonding. So that's that's the main thing we focus on. Miles Berry joining us today on the Delcor Players Lounge. Miles, uh, great to catch up with you, man. Good luck this second week Fair. of uh, fall camp and uh, got a scrimmage coming up. I know you uh, you guys are excited about that coming up Saturday. Right, yeah, ready to ready to go live and, and, and do some like live live tempos and live periods really to – to bring bring real football back you know so looking forward to that but thanks for having me again and i, I look forward to our next chat yeah miles uh, real quick keaton mitchell said he's gonna be even faster this year are you fast enough to try and track him down oh yeah i'm, I'm definitely i when he increases his speed i increase my speed so we definitely go at it every day in practice and and i love going against him you know he's one of the best running backs in the nation so uh, that only elevates my game to be one of the best linebackers in the nation. Has, has he gotten faster to you? He has definitely, yeah, he has definitely gotten faster. But I've gotten faster too. So, so I love, I love competing against him. And, and when he breaks one, trust me, you'll see it. You'll see it. Miles Berry joining us. Great yeah. stuff, Miles. Awesome, man. Enjoy it, man. Yeah, and enjoy that nap. You've earned yeah. it. Oh, oh, trust me, I will. I will. Good uh, talking to y'all, man. You too. We'll talk again next week. Stay safe, man. Okay. All right. Take care. And that's another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast with the ECU Players Lounge. We'll be back very soon with another edition. But in the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at PR927FM.com and follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.